0: regular features, regular, regular features, regular, regular, regular features, regular, regular, regular features, regular features show. Hello
1: and welcome to Regular Features, the podcast that has the fastest intro ever because I was late and Locke needs to go to work. Hmm.
0: Locke, what's your feature? I don't know. Let's just chat, shoot the shit. No urgency <laughs> from where I'm sitting Oh. Oh, actually, there is. My feature is about why I didn't have a feature last time, and I'm very sorry.
1: That's interesting, because I don't have a feature, and as far as I understood it, I don't think Steve had a feature, did you? Except, did you,
2: though? I don't have a feature, because I've been burning the candles at both ends. That's right, <laughs> Wait a multiple second. candles burning at you... every single end. But oh, what could
1: the origin of such a phrase be? Maybe we'll find out after this.
0: Gasp. Gas? Seggy <laughs> What a nice seggy Segu
2: Seguany beaver
1: <laughs> <It's> a-
0: <laughs>
2: From, from the Alien film <laughs> yes. Segu- Segueni Beaver <laughs> she never stay on topic though all my life I've been searching for something something never come never lead to nothing nothing to but I'm getting close, closer to the, at the end of the road all night long a dream of the day when it comes around and it taken away leave me with the feeling that I feel the most feel of something when you're playing the most <laughs> Boy, sorry, I don't have a feature this week, because I have been burning the candle at both ends. I've oh been boy. very busy. It's Black Friday, and I'm in the Black Friday trenches, teat, pulling pulling on the e-commerce teat and lapping up the delicious affiliate referral link coins that come dangling on out.
0: Oh, black milk. <laughs> That's why it's called Black Friday, because all the black milk that comes out of the commerce teats. <laughs>
1: I like the, the idea of one of those coins coming out horizontally and, like, plugging up the spout for a bit, and oh. then you eventually knock it loose and, like, millions of coins come out like Scrooge McDuck's
0: dick. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear the clanking inside the teat, just as
1: coins... <laughs> <laughs> can <laughs> get
2: that can happen.
1: Steve gives it a little flick with a what's-the-best-scanner-these-days article, and it explodes out.
2: Expert flick. <laughs> and when all the coins get backed up like that, they turn into notes... And then they turn into checks.
0: And have you ever had a paper cut on the inside of your commerce teat? (laughs) If you have, it's no laughing matter. And that's why they call it Black Friday.
2: (laughs) But yes, as I said, I've been burning the candle at both ends, which got me to thinking, what a stupid bloody phrase that is.
1: (laughs) I'm so glad you did that, because as soon as you said burning the candle at both ends at the start, I was like... Oh my, oh my god, so annoying. is he going to do a whole feature about the phrase? Because <laughs> he never says that.
0: This is going to be like Milky Twilight all again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I have actually been burning the candle at both ends, so you're not going to get an exhaustive rundown of or a song at the end.
0: Mm.
2: But... Oh, I've said that now, it's going to sound like there is going to be a song at the end. Won't be. Yeah, I got really excited. I'm going to, I'm going to <laughs> edit was, that out, because it so. really does sound like I'm going to put one in. Problem one with the phrase that I've come up with, the <laughs> candle only has one end that's any good. It's got the pointy end, that has got a wick sticking out of it. And then there's a horrible arse end of a candle that's blunt and wickless, And the candle design is clearly never intended for you to even see, because it's all, like, knobbly, and it's like, looks Garbage. Ironically, if you bought a candle
1: from a shop called... Blunt Blunt and
2: Wickless.
1: (laughs) I would definitely think it would be way more fancy on the r I I was
0: going to say, they make excellent fig jam. Blunt and Wickless.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And
2: their Christmas hampers are to
1: die for. So
2: then you think, you know what? You can't fool me. I know that candles work like pencils. Candles work like pencils. (laughs) The wick goes all the way down the shaft of the candle, presumably to the very bottom so you use your fingernails and your teeth to scratch away at the ass-wise wax and try and dig out a bigger wick <laughs> 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 you'll be burning the candle at both ends in no time so you try that and you start scratching away at the arse end of a candle to try and find the wick and you find it's got this little metal pog at the bottom of it that's there to stop what? you burning down a shelf or something. Yeah, the wick comes in a little metal foot. If the, the wick was a one long leg, like the uh, a Star Wars at the mm-hmm. it's got a metal clog at the end.
0: Did you say that <laughs> as a foreshadowing for a two-ended candle being like a
2: lightsaber with two lightsabers in it? <laughs> it's got that little metal pog there. And it's presumably to stop you walking away from the candle to go on an errand. And the candle burns all the way down and then just continues going. But now it's burning like your shelf and you've and the possessions that you've got, which are precious.
1: Yeah, everything else around it becomes more wick. Yeah, You've essentially given it extra wick. It's not,
2: if you're
0: not waxy, it's on fire. The two things you can be near to a candle like that.
2: That is the, uh, the candle union's motto. <laughs> if it's not waxy, it's on fire. <laughs>
1: That's why we put the pogs in. They put the little metal pog in. I bet that pog's got an amazing name. I bet it the, does. In the biz. I bet it's like it's um, called like the Holzenhauer
2: effect. Holzenhauer. I'm going to look it up. One second. <laughs> it's called the Wilhelm Scream. Pog. <laughs> oh, it's not called a pog. No one else would call it that except me. What's the metal thing at the end? End of a wick. Called? <laughs> candle wick. It's called a candle wick. No, that's. <laughs> That's, that's the wick. <laughs> in tea lights, the wick is tethered to a piece of metal called a haric scrot. <laughs> no. <laughs> the lurid, uh, scarlet scrot. <laughs> it doesn't have a name. Uh, but the cotton of tampons can be used as wick for oil lamps in wilderness survival situations. Thank that's you, nice. Wikipedia. So you pull off the little candle <laughs> pog thing. And now you've got a candle with wicks all round, baby. Elegant on top, for sure. But a tragic mess of a candle crime on the bottom now. Like what might be evidence on an episode of 24 Hours in Police Custody. Also, if you're burning the candle at both ends, this is problem number two. Where are you putting the candle? You're just lying it flat on the table now. With all of like, the wax just dripping everywhere. And eventually making one really long candle-length puddle that would confound a detective who would walk in and try to solve a crime in your house later on. (laughs) Or it would just roll off the table and into a mouse's mouse hole, (laughs) (laughs) setting fire to the mouse's entire family. Although it couldn't get into the mouse hole, because it'd be be the length of a candle and be rolling. Unless it was spinning. (laughs) Like a kudu (laughs) kudu. (laughs)
0: <laughs> curry, curry, curry,
2: rin. <laughs> just, just expertly get the candle into the hole. That is such a good reference. Curry, 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 Thank rin, you. yes. Two ended candle that is lit on both ends into a mouse's hole. <laughs> just spinning relentlessly, burning the vice. Oh. Or would you hold it in your mouth like a dog with a stick? <laughs> or would you grip it with your hand in the middle? Probably the mouth one though. It would have to be. So you can run around in a dark forest at night clapping your hands and saying <laughs> I don't know. Will I got a gear please.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Steve actually put a candle in his mouth to do that. <laughs> and
2: you and me all... would have just used our finger, but Steve's a pro. <laughs> and frightening all of the midnight. Forest wanderers who come out in search of herbs. (laughs) Much to the abbot's displeasure.
1: (laughs) I haven't seen you laugh at your own feature this much for ages. You love this
2: candle thing. (laughs) It's because I haven't written half of it. I'm just making stuff up as I say it.
0: (laughs) Much to the abbot's displeasure.
2: Yeah, I've been playing pentiment.
1: I was going to say, you've been playing pentiment. He's so displeased, the abbot.
2: Uh that's why I don't have a feature this week. I'm very sorry, but next week I will. I promise. Scout's
0: honor. I think much to the Abbot's displeasure is the best way to ever <laughs> the best way to finish a feature.
1: I'm ever. pretty upset Steve that you've written a feature about not having a feature while I literally don't have a feature. <laughs> it just really compounds how little work I've done for this week's episode. <laughs> I also turned up 40 minutes late. <laughs> I've really fucked it.
0: After me sending a little pleading message, like, can we come a bit earlier, please? I've got work to do in the evening. I've got to go yes, to the pub. Well,
2: I did that d- thing where I I signed into Log's Zoom meeting at like eight minutes past eight and Log I was presumably just wandering around doing things. They wouldn't let me into the meeting room, so I thought, I'm just gonna like sit here and like write my feature. Oh, that's thing.
0: great. I was just sat there waiting for someone to log in and think maybe I sent a passive-aggressive message in the chat while you were waiting. So that that really backfired on me. So I really am focusing
2: on Joe right now.
1: <laughs> you, both did, you both did some good work during that time.
2: Well done. You, you wouldn't have had the candle stuff if Joe was on time. Yeah. Thank you, Joe. Hello. So, wow, so Joe's I done it again. Did, did <laughs> pull, pull write the, a another feature. another one out of the bag. <laughs> Just
0: one more feature. Give it to me. Delicious ice cream. God, I'm sorry, you're recording. From Italy. Make your features. Before I start my feature, which is about not having a feature last week... I just want to talk to you briefly because I've been called in to go to, to go to the court on Monday. Mm-hmm. I've got to go to court to give witnesses evidence, as a witness bystander to an incident that happened. This is my voice. I'll be talking about in the stand uh, <laughs> about an accident that I witnessed on July of 2020. Where,
2: what? Um, wow! So, Was it Baron Roth Vogel's murder at the Abbey. <laughs> the the... Abbey.
0: <laughs> Now you know why the abbot was displeased. <laughs> um, yeah, just basically, I don't remember what's... Or everything. All I remember is what I remember thinking at the time. But, but I'm going to get grilled on this. So I'm going to give you the facts of the cases I remember them. I went outside. No, no, I was in the pub. And I heard a crash outside the pub. So I went outside and it was a man on the floor with a bike on the floor with him. And there was a van that the back doors were like flapping open like it was shouting at him. And the brake lights were on like two eyes under the mouth shouting. And I went back inside and had a look at the CCTV footage because I was thinking, what kind of scrappy do fucking idiot rides into the back of a big van like he can take it on? But on the CCTV, I saw that the van reversed into the bike. Oh my god! The last thing you would expect a van to do, so stuck in my memory.
2: If you thought it was like it was like a night rider situation, you know when night rider when Kit would sometimes drive up into the night rider truck
0: into the truck where Patricia McPherson was waiting with her boobs and a nice oil job for Kit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> boobs for Hasselhoff. Oil for Kit. <laughs> Boobs for Hasselhoff is a great biography. (laughs) It's a charity I'm launching. (laughs) Don't get it the wrong way (laughs) round. Don't get it the wrong way round. Oil for Hasselhoff would would work.
1: A drizzle of olive (laughs) (laughs) just directly into his mouth. Just
2: grease him up. Oh. Yeah. He'd be slipping all around inside Kit for hours trying to get on, on the leather upholstery.
1: <laughs> He'd accelerate and just fly into
0: the back seat. Just
2: s- spinning around like a candle. Yeah, Kit would do a speed boost and David Hasselhoff would come shooting out the back window. <laughs> He's so,
0: so oiled that he managed just to slide out of the exhaust pipe.
2: And Kit's like, oh,
1: I didn't mean to eat so much last night. Of those boobs I got
2: given... <laughs> I don't remember eating Michael J. After- <laughs> Michael J. Fox. <laughs> Michael J. Fox. <laughs>
0: Having seen this and now all this is going in my witness testimony bank now. So if I start bringing up tits it'll only reflect poorly on me because I won't start talking about sorry I do a podcast on the stand.
1: Yeah, you know those scenes in in lawyer movies where they have to like test the witness on how well they do their testimony we're doing the exact opposite of all those scenes. We're just, we're training you to say all the worst things you can on Because the,
0: oh, the first time, they, they did send me a witness statement after a five-minute five conversation on the phone with them. And the witness statement just put in loads of stuff that I obviously didn't say. Like, I then proceeded to remember the the defendant putting his kickstand down and coming to a safe stop. Like... <laughs> I understand you're trying to use me to back up your case, but I don't, I don't remember a guy putting his kickstand down two years ago. You're making me a purger.
2: <laughs> so, at the police, no, he did it. But they just need to just sturdy up your testimony a bit. Just give it some, give it a bit of a backbone. Yeah, do I need to sort of... Because I thought if I just start <clears throat>
0: talking about other things, it might make me seem like a more reliable person. <laughs> I'm just bring some sandwiches, of them around. I don't know, but wait, that's I basically I'm bricking it because I don't want to be cross-examined. I don't want to be made to look a fool. But I also don't think I just saw a car reverse into another one. Well, how are you going to make me the villain? Am I going to get
2: arrested? Reverse into an <laughs> another car? No, another or bicycle. A, a, there's one bicycle and one van. Yes. Cars. another doesn't come i'm in gonna to talk it.
0: about nothing but cars <laughs> i <was gonna> say <laughs> and i saw a Vauxhall astra hit a peugeot mondeo <laughs> i don't know. I basically i'm frank i'm worried about it but you'll hear all about it next week you should I'll-
2: be worried about it you don't know which is a car which is a van which is a bike and how many of any of those things there are <laughs> it's, it's,
0: it's like the wild west in my fucking memory
1: <laughs>
0: anyway so i'll, I'll I'll come back to you next week on that. On when you, I will update you on how I performed in court. That's exciting. But now I have to do a feature. And my feature is an apology for last week when I didn't have a feature. Um, There's well, this a theme for this episode, and I'm beginning mm. to like the coherency of it. But I'd like to explain to you why that was with an hour by hour, blow by blow. And what's one blow per hour? Um, account of my day and how it never came about. And it's uh, interactive. It's a uh, choose my own adventure. You are log. Can you write a feature during your working day? At the perb? Mm. It's 9am and you've just had breakfast. You can feel those OT nutrients seeping into your veins via a process you have no interest in understanding. The coffee hits your shit trigger, and with a burst of well-fed creativity, you wonder if there's a feature about doing a poo in the morning. What a lark that would be. Do you start writing your feature? I think you can safely say no all the way through this one. No. (laughs) No. Why would you? There's plenty of day left yet. So you decide to find out why your Steam Deck docker has stopped sending a signal to your TV. You enable developer mode, set safe display to on, and before you know it, you're in the Linux guts of your Steam machine. Mm-hmm. The cables around you merge into your flesh. You are Vera Webster in Superman 3, with metal plates welded onto your mechanical proteins. You are Lawnmower Man inside the phone lines. You are a third more modern sci-fi reference, completing this segment in a way that makes you feel like you've watched a film recently. <laughs> You're the little sad droid from Andor, maybe. Yes. By the time you've thought of that third thing, it is ten o'clock. Cuckoo sound effect, please. <laughs> 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 it's ten o'clock. You have to go to the pub and start setting up. Drifting into your parking space, you climb out of the window of your Ford EcoSport and walk to the pub, pretending your hands are little jet boosters to help you take the sharper corners.
1: I just want to say... uh, I think it says a lot about you that when you said drifting into a, into a parking space, I didn't think of Tokyo drifting. I thought of you, like, on a ship, just coming into harbour. I thought, no, that's much more
0: elegant. <laughs> so I'm standing on the prow, my bonnet. Yes. <laughs> first things first, you have to cash up. There is, there is a discrepancy of 10% of yesterday's overall take. That is a substantial error that really does need checking out. Do you write your feature?
1: This is hard. No. No? I thought it might take his mind off it, but let's say no.
0: Nope. The feature is something creative (laughs) and absolutely a cloud of threat in the horizon. I (laughs) I can focus on this fucking 60 quid. You pop the SD card out of the till, copy the digital Z-read into a text file, then design a spreadsheet that pulls out the transactions and highlights higher value transactions and repeat transactions that could be double entries. Then you go through the card receipts and type out every card done transaction into a separate column. You sort both columns by ascending value and proceed to cost-track every card transaction with a view to finding all the card, the cash transactions via a process of elimination." The grid of the spreadsheet warps into a terrain of data and you hop into your cyber boots grinding along the dotted rail between <laughs> columns. You grab a five from column G and a three from column H and smashing them together above your head a gurgling eight shoots into the wireframe horizon. You have not found the discrepancy but you do have a new spreadsheet. Add one spreadsheet to your inventory. Yes. You might need it later. <laughs> it is 11 o'clock. The pub opens in an hour, so this would be a great time to write your feature, but today is a very special day. You're having all your hand pulls replaced. This will mean your beer will pour nice and stop landing on the shelves and floor. The installation man arrives right on time. He looks like he could do with some help. He says, no thanks, please, I do not need help. But he looks like he might need help. Do you start writing your feature?
2: No, what if he needs help? Certainly not. (laughs) <laughs> He's just being polite.
0: He says he doesn't need help, but you know your place. Your place is to make sure that the competent men are happy and well-fed, so that they may best serve the village.
2: <laughs> Lest you attract the abbot's eye. <laughs> I was, <"God>, damn it. <laughs> I was letting Log speak, but
1: you just fucking weren't here.
0: <laughs> you offer him a sausage roll, hoping he'll make an appreciative grunt. He does not want a sausage roll. You offer him a coffee and he asks for a cappuccino. You cannot make a cappuccino, so you embark on a quest to please the man that your deeds may crack his stoic demeanour and raise a rare half-smile across his face. A smile so uncharacteristic for this strong, silent workman that you are suddenly sure that you would die and kill for each other. (laughs) By the time you get back to the pub and stop looking at the skaters in Slenton Market, it is 12pm. This is all true. Every single hour is how I lost this day, by the way. I'm not making any of this shit up.
2: On the way out of the pub, did you turn to one of your staff and say, Oi, till-taking didn't add up. I'll have a word at you later, sticky fingers. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, that's the thing. I just trust my staff to be more intelligent than to steal money in a way that's so fucking obvious. Yeah, they know you fucking love a spreadsheet. Well, yeah, let's distract him with the spreadsheet. Let's make it so wrong that he'll lose himself...
1: <laughs> and, act- yeah. and actually what they're doing Is just stealing all
2: the <laughs> brass pipes <laughs> if all if my- everything's conditionally formatted Then nothing's conditionally formatted
0: <laughs> It's 12pm, it's time to open the pub Luckily, the first hour of trade is usually very slow So this is prime temporal real estate For writing a feature Do you do that? No Steve? I'm going to say no Well, you're wrong on this one. You open your laptop to begin writing your feature. Oh, no. There are so many windows open. This won't do. You need to close all of these windows so you can start writing your feature with a clean brain. Unfortunately, (laughs) under 28 Chrome windows, you find Dreamweaver. You could finish writing that page you were... You could finish that page you were writing for the Featurepedia, but... On the other hand, you've always felt a bit stupid for using Dreamweaver. So you look up alternatives, and after seeing that PHP Storm's expensive, you decide to install NetBeans instead, after installing the the prerequisite Java development kit. You click around all the menus, because that's how you you taught yourself Word when you were younger, and you don't see why this should be any different.
1: (laughs) (laughs) NetBeans...
0: Whilst using, because net- you
2: felt stupid using Dreamweaver, I <laughs> move over to NetBeans. <laughs> <laughs> the g- Thinking Man's Dreamweaver. I have,
0: I have weaved a total of zero dreams with that program. <laughs> at least I might get my n- beans caught in a net at some point with it. <laughs> whilst using the NetBeans IDE installer, you realise IDE installer is only one syllable away from Einstein a go go. But then you, re- <laughs> so you start singing it to yourself. But then you, but knowing that Einstein and Go-Go is five syllables, suddenly you realise... It's that cool show, with the five nice boys you know, regular features. Walk down the street and you feel it in your feet, regular features. Turn down a path and it trickles down your bars, regular features. It's reach your shins, chuck your trousers in the bin. Regular features. Now is not the time for that, but now you're, (laughs) but now you've started thinking about songs that fit the diarrhoea song. When you shit in your keks just before having sex, that's a feature. It's one (laughs) p.m. The nice man... Uh, Yes, that's that's
1: just good, classic jingle work. I loved every second, but most specifically, the very last (laughs) second.
0: It's 1pm. The nice man has removed all your pumps from the bar. You've never seen the bar without pumps on it before, and it's fun. Loose pipe ends flap around like tendrils of an octopus, full of once monetizable fluids... Loose pipes flap around like the tendrils of an octopus, full of once monetizable fluids now dripping...
2: I, I preferred the first reading of this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but your eyes are drawn, especially to a secret area long closed off to you, the shelf area behind the beer engines. Fifteen years of inaccessibility and the occasional drips has left this area thrilling with filth. You even see some coins embedded in ancient tar you start writing your feature. No way! Coins! And pass up the chance to liquefy that dense brown paste you don't even know yourself if you think you're writing a feature. You've not had, you've not had the chance to clean something this filthy since having a go on Power Wash sim- Simulator. The game that made you vow never to clean anything until it was absolutely fucking caked. <laughs> You clean the bar, spattering yourself with wet whiplash and sweating from the effort. You look to the man installing the pumps to see if he's impressed that you are willing to get your hands dirty, along with your face, hair and clothes. He's not looking at you. What a legend he is. You have fallen quite in love with him. It's 2pm. Your first customers arrive. They want real ale, but you don't have any ale pumps. Do you tell them you're unable to dispense ale for pretty obvious fucking reasons if you look around and begin to write your feature? I think half
1: of that feels right.
0: (laughs) Instead, you decide to offer beer direct from the barrel, which means that every person who walks in now involves you running down and up the stairs once
1: That's good feature avoidance.
0: Yeah, this you are now spattered with thick blobs of brown from cleaning 2007 dirt and sweating more profusely than you have recently, having not bothered going to the gym because it's been a bit dark recently. Too late, you realise. It's 3pm. The man has finished installing your pumps, and now you need to clean the lines and reconnect everything to your beer so you can start being a pub again.
2: Do you start writing your feature? No, you can't. It's impossible.
0: Wisely, you spend the next hour making your pub a viable business again. Congratulations, you still have the source of income you need until regular features really takes off.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Any day now. (laughs) Go in there.
0: By the time you've finished that, it's 4pm. Two men have come into your pub and started talking about the pubs that used to be around here. This is absolutely typical, and it's usually a roundabout way of steering the conversation to a long-lost pub called The Jester, a pub that people only ever want to talk about because it got knocked down and turned into a mosque. And the second the conversation is on The Jester, it is your job to stare at the person in a way that lets them know that you'll tell them to fuck off if they say something racist. (laughs) Do you retreat from the conversation and write your feature?
2: No, I don't think you'd leave that unattended.
0: No, you walk backwards, you decide to walk backwards and navigate to Google Docs. But then, just as you're alt tabbing through your two remaining tabs, you hear the two mention the two men mention in toto. That's the long-closed computer shop in which you spent 10 percent of your childhood. After 10 minutes of frankly thrilling conversation about Atari STs, it turns out this guy wrote an ST game called Karting Grand Prix. They're not racist at all. They're just very nostalgic. Almost as much as you are. (laughs) When talking to the men, you close Google Docs and install Atari, an Atari ST emulator, and quickly quickly scoop through the tutorials about how to get games running. You find the disc image for karting Grand Prix on Atari Mania and fire it up. It is a dogshit Super Sprint knockoff, and you're playing it with the guy who wrote it, Peter Sen. This is more (laughs) exciting than anything you did writing about games for a living. Running a pub can occasionally, very rarely, be the best thing in the world. But it's
2: 5pm now. It's time to write a feature.
1: Also, sorry, I just love that you fucking pirated this dude's game in front of him.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He really was...
0: he was so chuffed, he started laughing about how shit it was. He, I've never I've never seen a man laugh so uncontrollably and apologetically about his game. He was, He's was well into it. <laughs> it's 5pm. That's when Pete and Heather have arranged to come in. She's struggling with her Samsung A20, and you've agreed to give her your old Pixel 6 Pro and set it up for her. Your barman has just turned up now. He's Jimmy, and he's really is the joint best employee with all of the other ones who listen to regular features, the rest of whom slightly shitter. (laughs) He can cover the bar, which leaves you to decide whether to tell Heather to fuck off so you can write your goddamn feature. No. No. You've
1: got to set up a Google Pixel Pro.
0: Of course course. you do. It's your dream to turn your pub into a volunteer tech support hub for people so you can actually feel helpful. (laughs) You copy everything over, setting up a Google account so she can back up her WhatsApps. The little yelp of delight she gives when her new phone actually responds immediately to her finger makes your heart sing. You might not be able to write a video game like that dickhead Peter Sen who just left, so you hate him now. (laughs) But you can set up WhatsApp backups and save someone's Shazams. But this takes time, and it's 6pm now. This is it. The last chance you have to write your feature, because you have to go home and have dinner and relax for a bit and have a shower and download God of War. And oh yeah, maybe play the intro to God of War to get past the chatty bits and eat some Pringles. Basically... When you get home, every minute is spoken for with dinner and a quick Bob's Burgers and maybe some Yahtzee. There's simply no time. Do you write your feature? No way. No, you don't, because it's time to drink now. Past six o'clock is when you drink. And once you look at the clock, it's 8.39. You have 11 minutes to write your feature. Do you write your feature?
1: Yeah, I reckon you probably right this feature or it's
2: like slumdog millionaire <laughs> no you wrote, and this is the feature I. or you wrote. write something completely different
0: this is the feature i wrote in 11 minutes obviously i've spruced up the feature since then because it was a week ago the feature i wrote was what would i what i would tweet if i was elon musk on twitter and what i would tweet if i was an elon musk on twitter is has anyone seen my egg i like to eat an egg before i play the tuba Oh well, guess I'm going to have to play the tuba without eating an egg today. Oh no, the egg was in the tuba. It has smashed on the ceiling.
1: (laughs) I have never heard you do that voice before. No, I thought I'd heard all your voices. (laughs) I
0: did not plan on that at all. I'm going to have to listen back to that and do a whole thing about it.
1: He's great. used to save my files all I see, now baby I don't. Some podcasts might send out an mp3, but reg feeds just won't. Because if we did that we'd have to answer to Papa Steve. Then he'd kick up a fuss and the podcast would end when he leaves. We're sending out web files. Some Katrina on the waves.
2: Well that's it for this week's episode of the Regular Features Podcast. If you like the podcast, you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features and help us out by donating an amount of your choosing per episode. And if you donate two pounds per episode, you'll get unfettered access to the hive. You can be a bee. That's right. You get to join the bees in the, uh, the patron-exclusive Discord, what we have. Oh, I'm glad you mentioned it was a Discord. <laughs> <laughs> Just get in a hive, you piece of shit. You would destroy a hive if you tried to climb into it. We love hive so much. We often attempt to clamber into them and in doing so destroy the thing we love That's so much. That's why we've not released any more honey because we forgot how you do it.
0: If they didn't want us to destroy their hives, they would make bigger hives.
2: With hexagons the size of a dog. <laughs> Once you're in the hive, you're going to need, you know, we're going to need to get rid of your bee name, your human name, and give your bee name. Mm. So, Joe and Log, could you please give bee names to the following new patrons? Please give a bee name to Aunt Dean. Oh. I've known this guy since I was seventeen. Oh my God, of course you have. Jumping Jack Flash is a
0: sting in your gash. <laughs> Worth it, Dean! Did you like that ant? <laughs> Please give a bee name to Mike Reardon.
1: I flew up the abbot's cassock, and now he's got the hump with the whole village.
0: I invoked the ire of the abbot. <laughs> but I <laughs>
2: but I will not leave the diocese. <laughs> Please give a B name to Peter Eardley. The Peter bird gets the bee in the fucking face. Furious about it. No, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> bee name, please, for Mike Thompson. Clippity-clop, clippity-clop. It's a bee with a coconut. <laughs> Excellent. We have an
1: interrobang at the end of that.
2: It's a bee with a coconut. <laughs> yeah. Finally, please, a bee name for Bradley Poulton. I'm B-side, the
1: seaside,
0: And I got sunburn and it's
1: turned all my stripes
0: red. <laughs> <laughs> but it only turned the black stripes red, curiously.
2: <laughs> very, very interesting anatomy, the bee. <clears throat> well, if you'd like your very own bee name, you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features or you can just keep listening as a human. And you can roleplay as a bee if you like, but you know, deep in your heart, your human heart, which is about the size of four bees, you're not going to be a bee until you uh, pony up some cash. You can be an honorary bee if you just tell your friends to listen.
0: And provide evidence of that.
2: We'll be back next week with a brand new episode of the podcast. thought I was going to say something else, but I didn't. Podcast. So it sounds like you
1: don't know what we've been doing for the last 40 minutes. <laughs> what <laughs> was
2: that? <laughs> some sort of some sort of boat. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of a thing. <laughs> Bye. 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 Renuta features. Renuta features. Renuew features.